Spire. Welcome back to the Kidney Stone Diet Podcast, the show about reducing your kidney stone risk and living your best life. I'm your host and fellow student, Jeff Saris. And I'm Jill Harris, your friendly, neighborly kidney stone prevention nurse. I always like that rocker shirt. Um, that's still on I the know. site, right? Yeah, that's still on the site. You can get that. We got the stoner one. Some people don't like being called the stoner out at Jewel or yeah. Walmart. So, <laughs> so, I, so I made the rocker one too. Uh-huh. Yeah, and eventually we're going to dial in some other merch. I know we've talked about that, um, not just for the sake of merch, but some things that can really help people on their path too, that, that tie well, into this here, journey. Here's the thing. I know people are like, well, of course you're making money off this stuff. No, it's really not that. I, we do things when people ask, that's why I made the meal plan. I don't want to do the meal plan. People have been asking me that for years. So I'm like, I have no time to be doing this. But if people add, Jill, you should make shirts. Jill, you should make a magnet. Jill, you should do a meal plan. And I put it off for years and years. Then I'm like, oh my God, I should. Because that's what people want. Mm -hmm. So, and then we come up with these shirts. I like the one portion, not perfection. That's my favorite one. Uh Because that's really what the world needs to know. I mean, you could pretty much have all foods. You just can't eat as much as you want of it anymore. I don't even care if it's healthy. So many of you got here to this YouTube channel, meaning you have stones because you ate as much healthy spinach and almonds as you wanted. Okay. So I'm always going to say portion, not perfection. And it goes the other way too, meaning Jill, I can't have chocolate chips ever again. Yes, you can. You can have them. You just can't eat a whole bag of them. That's all. So again, portion, not perfection. You can eat a wide variety. Jeff's like, we didn't even ask the question. No, this she is perfect. So fa- She's like, what the <laughs> heck? Jeff is, what the heck is she talking about now? <laughs> because I'm just saying, people are always like, I can never have this. Yes, you can, Betty. You can have it. Just don't eat tons of it and make sure you get your calcium every day. Mm-hmm. So okay. just because you brought up chocolate, I have a question. Dark, okay. so say it was 100% chocolate versus milk chocolate. Would mm-hmm. you say sort of quantity would differ based specifically for kidney stones? Well, the, the oxalates in the cacao, so it depends how much cacao is in the product. Most people really love the milk chocolate. They go to the dark chocolate, forget about kidney stones, just because they heard it was healthy. And then they start eating a buttload of dark chocolate because they heard it was an antioxidant. So now they're eating five dark chocolate bars and people, I'm not making it up. This is what I hear. So, uh, and then they get a kidney stone because they're eating so much chocolate. So the dark chocolate would be worse, but that doesn't mean you can't have a square or two a day. That would be a great place to put a little bit of milk or non-dairy calcium source. That's fine too. So for my chocolate babies out there who love chocolate, certainly I have all my patients. If they want chocolate, they can have chocolate. You can't eat five chocolate bars no more. You like peanut butter? Great. Have a tablespoon or two. Get your calcium every day. You can't get a spoon and put it in a jar and sit there because it's good for your diabetes. Right? So again, it's portion, not perfection. Now, if you say, but if I have chocolate, Jill, then I can't stop myself. I can't have chocolate. Just like I can't have Cheez-Its, you can't have chocolate because we're addicts. Addicts. So know thyself. If you cannot eat a small portion of something, then you cannot have it. 
Or you may say, well, today I'm having it. I don't care what she says. And then you just get right back to your healthy eating plan after you binge on it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. There's lots of things, lots of things. Definitely. And I love that you actually have a recipe. I don't know if it's just in meal plans or also on the website for Cheez-Its that you made just from cheese. It it shows. You got to you gotta figure out your lane and how to you get what you want. You got to So I, I made Cheez-Its out of Swiss cheese because they're the lowest sodium and they're the highest they're the highest calcium cheese, really. But here's also, so I made it into cheeses because I'm so lazy that <laughs> I can only, I have a little toaster oven. So I don't make a big batch. I just put them in my toaster oven. I can only fit two pieces of cheese. I cut them all up and I'm not about to wait another 22 minutes for it. So that works for me. But that's why, you know, you've got to figure out what's going to work for you. So I won't overindulge in that. But absolutely, uh, my son has never had a, a cheese it box in this house. That will never happen because <laughs> mama is an addict. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nice. Nope. I love him. Yeah. Okay. So should we dive right into the question this week? Well, it- I guess so. People may have a life. <laughs> so. Yeah, this is from Carol. <laughs> Carol from Columbia, South Carolina. I uh, had a question about uh, the difference in oxalate levels of sesame seed and tahini. Uh, I was wondering why tahini was low, but sesame seed was so high. Uh, so if you could answer that, please. Thank you. Yeah, so it sounds okay, like. So yeah, it was it a little. Sounds like green tea? Um, this, so this is, I think, sesame seeds and tahini. Is that or, okay? So there was nothing about green tea in there. Okay. So I'm looking at the transcript that we get from these, and it it says sesame seeds and panini, which okay, so within we'll should be tahini. We'll but you make a good point. I almost feel like we might need to listen to that again. Maybe we talk about both. We talk about well, uh, you know, I'm going to. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so tahini and sesame seeds. Tahini is made from fresh sesame seeds. Sesame seeds are high. I can extrapolate that out, although Harvard didn't study them, but we do know that tahini is high. Since they're made with sesame seeds, we can assume that sesame seeds are also on the higher side. What do you mean, Jill? I can't have tahini no more? Jeff, what is it? Here, we have uh, our Oxalate app. You can can, uh, download our our version of an Oxalate app. Go on uh, kidneystonediet.com start page. So you have the Harvard list right at your fingertips and you can type in uh, a food and you can get how much oxalates in it. So how many, a one tablespoon is like 16 milligrams of tahini. Is that uh, oxalate? Yeah, for tahini, one tablespoon, 16 milligrams. Okay, so sometimes there's lots, well, lots of times, there's lots of foods Harvard didn't study. And so, uh, but they did study tahini. And for one tablespoon, it's 16 milligrams of oxalate. So we know that sesame seeds are on the higher side. I believe Carol said he loves sesame seeds. When somebody tells me they love something, that means they're eating a lot of it typically, or maybe not all the time, but when they do eat it, they're eating a bigger quantity of it. So one tablespoon of tahini is 16 milligrams of oxalate, okay? Tahini is in hummus, typically. can be. If you're going to have something like that, it's in a lot of foods. So if you're going to have a tahini, a food made with tahini, again, it's going to be exactly what it, it just happens to be what I was screaming about at the beginning of this portion, not perfection. 
So somebody may say, well, I guess I can't have tahini again. And so by the time they get to me, I have nothing to eat. I hear this all day long. Yes, you do. You have plenty to eat. You have gotten the wrong information or you've gotten information and now reworked it in your head where you, you've made yourself nuts. So you can absolutely go out for a dish that's going to have some tahini. Do I want you eating it every day as much as you want? No. Can you have it a couple times a week if that's what you wanted? Of course. Watch your portion. Get your calcium needs met every day. You'll be absolutely fine. So sesame seeds. Uh, you know, so if you had a sesame seed bagel, will that be higher in oxalate? Sesame seeds are high. Is it going to put you into stone land? No. Even if you had, look, honestly, even if you had one spinach salad once a month, are you going to make a stone? No. Do I want you to have spinach? No. I don't feel comfortable saying it. It's too high. But realistically, people, I get this every year. Thanks, Thanksgiving's coming. I guess I'll just sit in the corner and have a sherbet. No. No. You're going to have Thanksgiving because nobody makes a stone from one meal. Nobody. Okay. And yes, there's always somebody in the corner. Jill, I do. Okay. Well, then you have, you have, you may make stones that often. And there are those people. So I always pay attention to all my people because I know, you know, who they all are. And so, yes, but that's so extremely rare. I promise you guys. So enjoy yourself, have your favorite foods, have them within moderation. Typically, when I hear the words, I love it, people are overeating it. And that could be why they, you know, contributed to their stone. But always, I really want to be clear about this. And I'm always going to repeat this. I have never worked with an adult who gets enough calcium. Never in 21 years. Never has somebody said, Jill, shut up about calcium. I get plenty. Nobody, unless they were sucking down Tums. Okay. And then they got too much. That is much more important. Once you take away those handful of foods that are high in oxalate, that calcium after water and salt, boom, calcium. So important, people, because that's how you get rid of all the oxalate that you've eaten and your, your body has produced after metabolizing food. There's a waste product. There's oxalate waste. So you want to get rid of it with calcium, meaning you have to get your needs met with calcium. You have a skeleton. You have to feed that too and then you'll lower your oxalate. I wish people would freak out more about the calcium than they would about always asking about oxalate. Not that I get sick of talking about it, but I know that people are overwhelmed with that all the time and it's the least of the issue. It really is once you take away those few foods and I say that based upon thousands, thousands of follow-up urine collections I see from my patients, thousands over the year, thousands. So they were eating high oxalate, they had one phone call with me. Their oxalate's like a baby now. And that's like an oxalate level is 125. The next time they do it is 24. So it's, I'm telling you, everybody, I love you all so much. I don't want you to be overwhelmed. I promise you on this, unless you have malabsorption issues due to a bariatric surgery, uh, intestinal issues like Crohn's, colitis, bowel resections, that's different. But again, handful of people as opposed to the millions of stone formers. Yeah. And Does I that think that makes sense, Jeff. Absolutely. And I feel like the um, sort of the uninformed concern too, when people don't know about it, but they hear calcium oxalate stones. I think yes. people assume consuming calcium is a problem where, yes. yeah, it's such an important 
part of uh, reducing your risk for them. Well, and unfortunately, a lot of people have been told to limit dairy still to this day. So, you know, there's that as well. So it, it leads to a lot of confusion, but you're absolutely right. When they see that their stone was a calcium oxalate and then they call me and we have an appointment and they're like, are you sure I'm supposed to have calcium? <laughs> because my stone was calcium oxalate. And it's, you know, this is so incredibly complicated. Stone disease is complicated and it's wearing because we are, we are asking people to do some lifestyle changes, big ones, not, not for the faint of heart. So uh, it, Again, it always makes sense that when people get to me, they're distraught and overwhelmed. And I, I don't say that being dramatic ever. This is what I am dealing with every single day. If you went on my Facebook page and where there's thousands of people, you would see the same. Every time I, I approve a new member, that's how they start their post. I'm freaking out. I have nothing to eat. I'm so overwhelmed. Day in and day out, decade after decade, this is what I hear. And it's tough to hear that when, you know, if you, if you get the right information and then people calm down because stone disease have really knocked them off their feet, literally, uh, once they calm down from all that trauma that they've just been through with their stone disease and the surgeries, the ER visits, all of it. And then they're being thrown all these lifestyle changes, perhaps medications, all of it maybe, uh, you know, it's very daunting to say to the least, uh, to say the least, it's very daunting, very. Mm -hmm. So I have a lot of uh, compassion for that. Absolutely. So someone who might be brand new, who just discovered they have a stone, where would you say they start? Then maybe this is the first episode they're listening to. They don't really know all that much about like the kidney stone diet specifically and everything. Where would you, where would you send yes, them? I would say, well, of course I'm going to tell them to go to my website. I'm going to tell them to go to two websites. I'm going to tell them to go to my website at kidneystonediet.com and go to the start page, kidneystonediet.com slash start. And everything is curated by me on that page. All the things that I want you to start. What is the kidney stone diet? Because it's way more than oxalate. Uh, what, uh, what, why, do you, why do I need a 24 hour urine collection? I want people to start with knowing how to start. So they go to that page. Also, I always bring this down home and make it funny and adorable and all that but this is all drenched in science. It's not like I made this up. This diet is based upon, uh, you know, decades of research from a lot of fancy scientists. And uh, you can go to my mentor site, Dr. Fred Coe, C-O-E. Uh, he is uh, a thought leader in kidney stone prevention. And his website is kidneystone.uchicago.edu. And you'll find me also on his website. So he's the genius behind all of the things I say. He's just taught it to me in a way my brain can understand so then I can bring it down to the masses. And so we, I always say we couldn't be more different, uh, but our hearts are the same in many ways. And he's been, a, 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 you know, just a huge mentor to me, a, a wonderful friend to me. And uh, I basically am nothing without him. So because you'd be like, who the hell is this and why should I listen to her? So he gives me my credentials. And so you could find me on his website, too. But if you're somebody who's really interested in science and all that, whew, go over there, people. Yeah, it's <laughs> if you want to know where to just start and get some answers for you, go to my website at kidneystonediet.com slash start. And also, if you have questions that are pretty technical, he answers all the questions on his articles, uh, the diet, all the diet questions on his website at University of Chicago, I answer. So again, his website is kidneystones, 
uchicago.edu. Go there. It's a wonderful website. Yeah. It's his passion. It's We're both very passionate about this. Yeah, it's definitely not for the faint of heart, though. There is um, it's, it's definitely not for the faint of heart. <laughs> it's it's um, tough reading. It's yeah. tough reading. Um, but yeah. yeah, I mean, everything is outlined there. And like, obviously, on, on kidneystonediet.com, then we have everything the it's the practical you sort of have the science yes. and the practical side with yes, the, the combination of the two sites yeah and i think that's what makes this work so well between the two of us right because he you know he also sends me his patients and you know you know it, he 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 is the science guy so he's like these are all the things you need to do and now you need to talk to jill about how to do those things uh-huh. you know because she will teach you how to do them when our doctors tell us something it's all good but then the how has to come into play somewhere. Somebody has to teach how, right? And there's yeah. plenty of people that do it, uh, but I'm uh, I'm pretty good at it, I would say. <laughs> well, and what you do, I think, is special because you are able to you you've crafted it in a way where you're able to spend time with people and really yes. help them, um, not to diminish it, but sort of hold their hand and guide them along the path. Yes which it's really hard for like a doctor or like if you're going in to see a nephrologist or someone, they only have so many minutes. Yeah. Right. Right. So I made sure that I built a career based upon uh, people need time. What's the best, most efficient for me too, that I can give it to them. Right. So uh, if diets were easy, again, we wouldn't have a four over 40% obesity right in this country. And along with all the chronic disease that comes with that. So people need to be taught, they need to be supported, they need to be motivated, they need to be accountable to someone. And uh, that's where I come in. That's my job. Yeah. So I think that's a great spot to wrap. If you're enjoying the show, be sure to uh, subscribe wherever you're listening, whether Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, um, and tell a friend, anyone who might need this information delivered to them in a way that's easily digestible. <laughs> like, yeah. um, send them here. It's a good place to start. The start page at kidneystonediet.com. And if you have a voicemail or uh, question, you can leave us a voicemail. The phone number is 773-789-8763. Yeah, I think that's a wrap for this week. And Perfect. Yeah. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And we'll see you next time. Thank you, everybody. Have a, I hope your summer's going well. Mine is. Bye, Jeff. <laughs> See ya.